Welcome everyone to your ongoing journey or leap into a new world of opportunity. Inside Japan Podcast is a stepping stone for your next adventure. It is a show filled with informative interviews, perspectives on local life, and how you can master your path into the unknown. For today, kick back and listen to the wisdom of our host, James. All right, guys, welcome to episode number 16 of the Inside Japan podcast. I'm here with a very special guest. This is now your third time on the Inside Japan podcast, Peter from jobsinjapan.com. How you doing? I'm doing great. It seems to be a regular thing now. Yeah, I think it should be. I'm happy it is because, you know, last, last few weeks we've gotten some good interviews. Um, you know, Charles from that MPO Second Harvest, Sam from, you know, started in the military, went to Military Auto Source. But now it's sometimes good to get some hard, hardcore job hunting knowledge. And that's something you have, I think, right? Yeah, so we'll share some of that, but uh, keep the questions coming in. If there's any listeners that have questions on job searching, yeah, keep them coming in. Uh, I get all this advice from the employers that I'd love to share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so go to jobinjapan.com. You can see, uh, I guess the best way to do that would be put a comment or send you an email. What's the best way to do that? Uh, either or. So just um, uh, where the blogs are, there's a comment section there, or uh, this podcast is also on the site, or just send an email uh, either to me personally at peter at jobsinjapan.com, or there's the info, uh, however you like. Okay, there you go. So today we're going to go through three pretty good questions, and I know Peter has some good answers for those. So let's get going to number one. This first one is... From someone having trouble finding a job, it says, I've sent my resume out to 65 companies and I'm not getting any interviews. Are the jobs I see online fake or what gives? There you go. Okay, that's a good one. I like the second part. Are they fake or not? Um, so, uh, no, there's no bait and switch. Well, um, I can only talk 100% about jobs in Japan, uh, so I can't talk about anybody else. But um, as every single job posting is paid for, um, I don't think companies would be paying money to put up a false job. That just doesn't make sense. And I'm not going to do it just to get the numbers up and do a bait and switch. So no. Um, so if I did that, there'd be a thousand jobs on my site. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, no, there's only about, I think there's 140, 150 on there now. So um, yeah, but they're all 100% um, true. Now, if they, uh, if you like those jobs or if you're qualified for them, that's another thing. Uh, but going about this uh, person that went to 65 companies, uh, I didn't – well, of course, I'm just speculating here because I don't see their resume nor their cover letter. But let me go over some of the things that people make some problems with. Mm-hmm. So the first guess is I'm guessing the resume and the cover letter isn't formatted properly mm-hmm. because most of the hiring personnel, they're just looking for ways to – I say lessen the list of people that they have to go through. So if they see like a spelling error, you're out. Mm-hmm. The reason for that is if you have this much uh, attention to detail on something that's going to give you a better job um, and you make mistakes there, you're going to make more mistakes when you're on the job. So it's just a level of care in all this. So if your resume doesn't look good or there's spelling errors, um, you're out. Yeah, what you're saying is like they're basically looking for – they have a list of a hundred probably. And you know, they know they got to get through a hundred till the, by the afternoon. Okay. This, they got some easy cuts. They'll make those easy cuts. Yeah. Right. They're just trying to filter out like, okay, the easy ones like, no, 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 no. And then because, um, these HR people, they're busy. Well, that busy is a keyword for lazy and (laughs) uh, and they just don't want to do it. So it's like, okay, this person, um, yeah, their resume is not formatted. Well, they're 
yeah, out and yeah. they're just trying to lessen their load. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the big one. So the other one is um, I'm wondering what jobs this person's going for because he or she might not be qualified. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, if you're not qualified, you're not going to get a call back. Um, adding to that one, I want to say like one thing I've gotten as I have a site, you know, uh, about helping people get jobs and I get emails all the time like saying, can you help me find a job? I want to teach English. But then you don't have natural English or there's a lot of grammar mistakes. And then at that point, I don't know what to, I could try to, I don't know how to, I kind of say it nicely. I try to say it as nice as I can, but you got to really think if you are qualified to teach English, if your English is not at that level, I'm trying to say it as nice as I can. I'm not sure how else to say it, but you know, maybe there's some other position that might be better for you. If you can't, you know, write a good email, even asking a non-employer, if I could find a teaching job, you know what I mean? It's kind of tough to, tough to right. be nice. For, about if that you're, one. if you're looking for an English teaching job, being fluent or native fluency in English is probably something that you're looking for. So yeah, if you're looking to be an accountant, being good at math is something you need to have. This is, these are skills that go together. So yeah, just wanting to do the job. Um, I love to play for the Lakers, but um, yeah, I can't jump or dunk. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like, there's some things that you need to have. Mm-hmm. So, so really, I think being honest with yourself. Yeah. That's important for us. Yeah. Know? Uh, but uh, no, there are more and more schools hiring not just the native uh, English speakers that are born and raised in one of five or six countries like America, UK, and all this. Uh, they're going for the people that are fluent and not just native. So that don't be discouraged for that. Uh, but then the other thing that is interesting is that the uh, the cover letter, I think it's more important than the resume itself. The resume is just about facts about the person. Okay. Uh, and that will tell you, yeah, if you're looking for an IT job and if you can't do like a PHP or SQ or whatever, you're out. So if you're qualified that way. But then after that, they go to the cover letter. Uh, and that's where it gets interesting because this person put out 65 uh, cover letters, I'm guessing. And my guess is they were all a template with just changing the word from interact to Berlitz to GABA and go on down the line. And it all was the same. Uh if you think 65 cover letters as much, think of how many cover letters this HR person looks at a month. They spot that real easy. And it screams out that I want any job. I don't particularly want yours. I want anything. And so that way, yeah, they're just going to be put on the bottom of the pile because you haven't shown like, why, why us? Uh, they feel they're special. Uh, so yeah, make them feel special. Why are you looking for this job? I guess to make give you a tough question in response, how let's say um, you know I know Job Japan has a lot of teaching jobs on there. Let's pick. A, can you give me a company that's on there right now? We want to talk about a little extra. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Model Language Studio. There you go. Model Language Studio. I I, I see this resume and I'm kind of I'm really desperate. I want to work in Japan. How do I make? How do I go about making my cover letter special for that school? Well, you would want to put something like they take teach with um, model like thespian techniques and all this like actors and all this and you say you have interest in theater or the way that they're teaching in the situational English something like that would make sense and uh, or yeah just looking at it so if you're looking for one of them like um, uh, Rosetta Stone they don't teach children so if you say like uh, I'm a good teacher but uh, yeah if I have to teach um, head shoulders knees and toes or Mary Mary something like that uh, one more time I'm just going to kill myself but I love teaching uh, so I, I'd want to teach um, adults or carpet training just something that uh, you're interested in 
There you go, yeah. And it's all in the – and if you can find all this information in the ad, you can usually find something to say. Yeah, you, know you can I mean? find yeah. something and then just try to tweak it to make it look like, hey, I want this job, not any job. Or maybe it's a location. Wow, you're in uh, Kumamoto or something like that. I, something that um, uh, is good mm-hmm. about that, that put together the two um, – how you say, why you want the job and not just any job. Uh, one thing that I see a lot more is maybe it's just the social media generation is that they're putting more like shorthand in the cover letter. So instead of like writing out the whole word certification, they'll put like cert period yeah. or something like this. It doesn't, it takes the same amount of time to read it. And so just write, take the time to write it down because if you're not writing that, then you're making all these abbreviations. It says that you're basically lazy, uh, there's no attention to detail, and maybe working uh, at this company is not that important to you. I could, yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> I definitely can agree. I've seen that more of that these days, kind of, yeah. Yeah, so they just put this, uh, yeah, just abbreviation. So, no, if you're going to write a cover letter, think of it as a letter to the employer that is important to you on why you want the job. Mm-hmm. And I guess to, to be, let's be f- f- uh, clear as we can, do you recommend writing a whole new one every time or maybe just write the first paragraph different or how different do you think it should be for each kind of job? I wouldn't go through the whole uh, thing differently, but um, yeah, there's some things that you can tweak and just, uh, yeah, uh, maybe it's just a 30% tweak for each of them because a lot of them are going to say, you're not going to say, oh, I have this certification in English. That's going to be the same thing for yeah. all of them. But uh no, just changing the name of the employer and the job title like that. Uh, because now I get, um, I look at some of the cover letters that go through the system and I see them that uh, it's, well, sometimes they get the employer name like they've just done a bad copy and paste. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they, and they put the one from GABA to Berlitz to ABC to Apple, whatever it is, and they forget that. We see even more, and the employer sent it back to me. It's interesting. When they not only get that wrong, they put in like, oh, I saw your job listing on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jobs in Japan. And yeah, so it's one of those like, uh, just get those minor things right and then make sure like the font and all that is the same because if it doesn't match up, if one's in Helvetica and the other's in Times, and yeah, it's like, ooh, they spent a lot of time on this cover letter. Yeah, just making yourself an easy cut, right? With these yeah. Um, another thing that the people do a little bit wrong is sometimes they write a little too much. So you can be personal and say like about your love of sports and all this because that says like you're um, maybe you love competition or maybe that you play an instrument. So, okay, if you're looking for uh, one of the jobs that there now is case base. Uh, so, hey, if you play an instrument, they're looking for people that play an instrument or can sing in tune, something like that. That's great. You put that in there. But personal is good. Private isn't. Okay. So private is, oh, I want to get a job in your city because that's where my boyfriend or girlfriend lives. <laughs> or some strange health concerns, like maybe you have this uh, urinary tract infection uh, that uh, you have to go to the bathroom every 30 minutes or something. Those things you don't need to tell the employer. And um, if you're Filipino, the one thing that I see, all the Filip not all, but uh, this is more from the Philippines than any other um, nationality is, Please do not put references to Jesus, God, or holy things in your cover letter. 
Yeah, there's just no reason, right? I mean, there's no reason. <laughs> yeah. And um, maybe you will be grateful to God if you get this job, but um, leave that in his hands and don't mention it in the cover letter, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess about the medical thing, I've seen that too. People kind of want to put, I guess it's p- about wanting to put all the cards on the table, I guess. I'm not sure. But yeah, it's really, don't bring that stuff up. It, and if you have to, right? I think the interview is a, is, a, is a more appropriate time to bring it up if you have to, right? Exactly. That's when you bring it up because the, you have to understand that the cover letter and the resume, the purpose of that is not to get you a job. The purpose of these documents is to get you an interview. The interview is supposed to get you the job. So if you're trying to jump a phase there, uh, yeah, it's not going to work. And, you know, in, the, in it's some of these, it's like, I, I think you don't, obviously you don't want to have like a, everything positive. I mean, but, but really it should be 99.9% positive stuff about yourself, right? A cover letter, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, for, yeah, it's, it's PR for yourself. Um, it's not a, well, it's marketing for yourself, but you, you don't do want to do false advertising. You can't, we want, don't want to lie. If you don't have something, you don't say that. But no, I would be good for this job because I can do this. I think I'll like working there because of this. But not um, that, oh, I want to get a job in Tochigi because that's where my girlfriend's parents live. And uh, so you might want to say like uh, – Put a mention like, oh, I'm looking to work in the Tochigi region. Uh, I'm looking for schools in this area, blah, blah, blah. But not why you want to get it there for the pri- for the private reason. Yeah, yeah. And then, and yeah, you don't want to say, I want to work here, but I have to, I have an asthma attack every, every, every six yeah. months or so. So get ready for that. You don't want to, nothing negative, right? Just be yeah, positive. Uh, and cool, yeah. Actually, in one cover letter, I'm not lying. The, the person actually put, because of the fluorescent lights that they put in the schools, that if they get the job, they will have to wear these um, UV ray glasses, like you see uh, in class and all this, if, they're, if there's not natural sunlight. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. And God bless you and all this. But just the, maybe that conversation should wait until you have an offer letter a little closer. Yeah, yeah. And if you, if you have an awesome interview and you can say that at the end, like, well, here's a little thing. I, I have a question. You know, they always say, you have a question. Uh, you know, you could say that, you know, that, that'd be a better time. Yeah, that would be a better time to, like, broach the subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just mention a little bit. Yeah, I get you saying, yeah. Yeah, because you don't want to be, come off as a whack job. That's, yeah, you don't want to do that. It's really, I, I don't know what that phenomenon is, but I know a lot of companies have to, a lot of people, when they find a job, they want to share their issues quickly. I know Jet has, Jet, Jet has a place to put the medical thing, and some people write pages of stuff about past things. Like, it says, I don't wonder what that thinking is. Yeah, so, but that's the one. Uh, and then there's other two other things that I found interesting, and I don't think this guy that uh, sent out this uh, truckload of uh, uh, resumes did that. Uh, one is that uh, some of the – this is going for more than the native level speakers because there is a lack of teachers in Japan, and especially for ones taking the, ones, uh, the jobs that don't pay as well. So these people are trying to flip the, how you say, the balance of power and putting in the cover letter like, oh, if you're lucky enough, uh, I will choose to work at your company type of thing. Like, sell me the job. Uh, yes, the employment, it's a two-way street. And so, yes, you have to like the job. They have to like you. And you're going to try and get the best situation that you can. But pushing the envelope in the beginning and like, oh, yeah, Send me this first, and I'll consider working at your company. Is not going to get you that interview. Yeah, 
<laughs> so nothing that you have to kiss up and all this at the beginning, but yeah, just uh, bide your time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait for that kind of demands. Wait for yeah, demands, wait for yeah. your demands. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you can do that little salary thing later, or maybe stick in like, um, hey, I'm relocating. How about sending a couple, mo- um, yeah, some money my way for a relocation allowance, something like that. But yeah, just uh, don't push your luck just, just quite yet. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. You said you had one more. And the other one is a little bit with social media. So I'm guessing most of the people have either Facebook and or probably a LinkedIn account as well. Now, if your resume is substantially different from your online profile, they're going to say like, wait a second here, because they are going to check this out. They're not like, oh, I'm going to believe everything he put on his resume 100% and I'm not going to check him out online. So that's not going to happen. So if your, yeah, if your LinkedIn looks a little weird, especially your, uh, for example, your jobs hops and your job uh, history. Yeah. And maybe you work for like one of the biggest places uh, where job seekers lie on their resumes is they have like a, a failed employment. So they'll take uh, two different employments on the side and just extend the dates. So, yeah, maybe my job uh, in 2016 wasn't good. So my job in 2015 and 2017, their starting and ending dates uh, kind of uh, cover those up now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then, but in your LinkedIn account, it shows that you worked for this company you got fired for. Hmm. So, yeah, they'll find that. <laughs> I guess, yeah, so that's obviously a smart thing not to lie on the, your social media stuff. Uh, I guess the ask is, do you think having a LinkedIn is important? I know it's yeah, definitely a bit different. It. Okay, definitely, definitely worth making it for finding a job. So yeah, yeah, you don't have to put everything in there, but you should have a LinkedIn profile. Okay, and then put the basic, the basic kind of job history is fine, right? Right, and your education and job history, even if you don't have one, the much you do have uh, some education history. Oh, I went to um, uh, the School of Hard Knocks uh, in Illinois. Uh, yeah, uh, this is what I studied, and then. No, there's not much for your work history, but maybe you can put some of your volunteer work or something that you've done like that on there. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's yeah. So that whoever sent this email out, I hopefully that's a a good rundown. We, we hopefully we hit the mistake he was making. Um, he or she or she was making. I'm not sure. So yeah, just basically, I think the the good way to settle down is uh, to 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 sum it up is, uh, you make the people reading it feel like you put some work into it and you really want to work there, right? I think that's kind of the way to say it in one sentence. Maybe. Yeah, that's the the too long didn't read is or didn't listen is uh, just make a customized cover letter because out of those 100 or so. Uh, um, applications that this employer got, there's only going to be about five or 10 people at the most that actually took the time to make a customized cover letter. Those people are going to stick out. Bam, you got an interview or at least you're in their good graces. Yeah. And, and some, some people seem to think like finding a, if you're a native speaker, finding an English job and teaching is like so simple. And I'm not saying it's like the hard, it's not like the, it'll take you years to find a teaching job. I'm not saying that, but it isn't like it's just a slam dunk. Oh, you're a native speaker. You're in, you know, you can't just be mindless with your, with your application and your, and your cover letter. It does take a little bit of effort. You know what I mean? Unless you want a really terrible English teaching job because yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> if the, if the company is not good or they're a lesser employer and they have a high turnover rate and they'll take anybody with a poll. That's who they're going to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then you get, you'll get compensated for that. Yeah, that, yeah. That so basically, that's going to be your lot in life. Yeah. <laughs> so you you two deserve each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So I guess let's go to. I have, we have uh, okay. two more questions here. Do you want to ready to go for number two? Yeah, sure. Shoot. 
All right, so uh, this guy is this guy or gal is saying, employees are asking me to submit a photo with my resume. Are they allowed to discriminate like that? How can I find a good employer that does not discriminate on looks? I understand that teaching English is a business, but I do not want to work for an employer that puts my appearance before my skills. P.S. I'm not ugly, so thanks for adding that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, no, I no, I, I think the person's like, I don't want to put my picture on there. Uh, no, we didn't think you were ugly from submitting that question, but uh, yeah, um, the to answer the first question is uh, in Japan, uh, yes, you can discriminate. Yeah, you can't discriminate for some reasons, but uh, looks uh, and all this, yeah, you can. So, but uh, no, that's not the reason why they put it on the resume. Uh, so let's look at the argument, uh, pros and cons and all this. So uh, in the West, you can't put your photo on the resume um, unless you're a model and this is part of your portfolio or something like that. Uh, but in Japan, they've had pictures on resumes even for the Japanese since they had resumes. Uh, so don't think it's uh, – the person doesn't have the discriminatory mind. That's just how Japan works. Yeah, they're not like trying to use the picture in that way, really. Not trying to, you know, yeah. Yeah, don't overthink it. It's just the way it works in Japan. Um, so just think of, hey, you take off your shoes when you go into somebody's house. That's just the way it works here. Don't overthink it. They didn't think that you had dirty shoes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a good way to say it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but now going the person's argument, like, um, so yeah, putting a photo on a resume, is it discriminatory? Yes, you consider that. Is it relevant to the job? Probably not. Uh, so, yeah, so that the person is correct that this is something that is you can consider wrong from the practice. Yeah. Um, it's probably going to it probably even detract, distracts attention from what is important. That what's important is their skills. Can they do the job? What does their photo have to do with the job? And if they really want to take a look at me that much, I'm sure they can find it online through LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Those are all valid reasons why the person should not do this and say, hey, I'm not going to put a photo on my resume. Those are valid reasons. Now, let's look at the reasons you want to include the photo. Uh, the number one reason is you want the job. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you want the job, they ask for it, uh, they'll do it. And the interesting thing is a lot of employers are doing it as a filter. Not to filter out the ugly people. Oh. They're using it as a filter to see if you're capable of working in Japan, if you know how Japan works. So if you are agreeable to putting your uh, applying with the resume photo, then, hey, they know something about Japan. Plus, they'll be agreeable to do other things. So if you refuse, if, you're, if they ask and you don't do it, the employer is going to think one of two things. One is that they didn't read the job description fully and they're not following directions. We asked for this information. Maybe we asked for um, a letter of reference or something like that. They didn't include it. They're just playing, applying to all jobs using the spray and pray method like the other person that applied to 65 jobs. Yeah. Uh, they don't, they're just looking for any job. So they're out. That's what they think. Or they think that this person is refusing to do it on reasons that they think it's discriminatory or whatever. And these people are already disgruntled and they're going to be angry. And I don't want to work with someone who's disgruntled from the beginning. 
and so it's just like, like number one basically you're giving them a reason to say okay well they did they they can yeah. choose whichever reason they have but they, for some reason you didn't follow the directions okay you're not you can't work here right yeah, you're just giving another reason for them to basically take you off the short list yeah yeah you know so yeah <laughs> i mean it does I, I agree it's not do i wish they didn't have this system yeah but they do have this system so the other thing is what i find is interesting is that uh emotionally it is harder to throw away a resume with a photo on it than something that's not, than not. So if you have a document and it's just a resume with just text on it, it's very easy to le- delete and throw away. If there is a photo attached, especially if it's um, you submitted by paper and all this, and there's actual an actual photo on it, it's harder to toss. And I'm sure you have a bunch of photos that are, didn't even come out well, but because it's a live photo and all this, you don't throw it away. So there is that emotional attachment. So your chances of getting the job are better with a photo on it. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. I mean, human nature, right? You can't just – you have a person instead of just text, you know? Yeah, and it's yeah. just uh, it's just more practical. This is what they want. Just, um, just get the job. This is like an HR requirement. Get the job, and when you're in the job, then you can make changes. But yeah, yeah. you're be changing the company from being as a applicant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't change the world when you're not when you're applying to the company, right? You can't change <laughs> yeah. the company. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so basically, yeah, it's uh, I don't like the practice, but this is what they do in Japan. It's really not discriminatory, even though they are allowed to discriminate. Um, so, yeah. So just just deal with it and. Put your resume photo on there and good luck. Um, learn how to put the right type of photo, not a social media one. Put a driver's license, passport type photo. And uh, yeah, good luck. How about um, any, any any advice on that photo? Do you, do you recommend a slight smile? Or I've heard things, uh, if you read Japanese sites, they say no smile at all. But what do you think about that for a foreigner applying in Japan? Do you think a little bit of a smile is better? You want it to straight face, you know, be business like 100%. Uh, so the one with no smile and just with the light blue background like you get at the, the DMV, the, the, the motor vehicle one, uh, that's fine. You're not going to get any – no one's going to say anything's wrong with it. Um, a slight smile, that's fine because uh, it shows that you're a happy person. That's fine as well. Um, a goofy grin or something like that. Um, some of the photos that we get um, on the resumes here at Jobs in Japan that I see, people have done it with a beanie and – yeah, with a Wearing a beanie uh, with uh, with a wife beater T-shirt. They, I, I don't know if they just uh, what they were thinking or in a group photo uh, with them in band practice and stuff like that. I don't maybe or even in their um, I say their their gown from when they graduated their graduation gown. Okay, wow. Diploma, it's like okay, um, we understand that with you need a diploma to work at this job, but um, yeah, a copy of the diploma is better than you. <laughs> Yeah, we don't need the the self visual, visual evidence. Yeah, we don't yeah, need visual, visual evidence. evidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. no, just a simple one. But yeah, slight smile is good. Okay, uh, it's a, the second part of the question. So I, uh, let me make sure we have the right answer there. She said, "How can I find a good employer that does not discriminate on looks?" So you're saying uh, most places don't discriminate on looks, but they can if they want to, but they don't. Right, um, and then um, it's going to save you. It's more practical that way because let's just say they discriminate on looks. Let's just uh, say we got this really bad employer um, and that the person just wants uh, people that belong in yeah a catalog, just beautiful people. You don't put your photo on there. You go all the way to their office for the interview and then they 
just don't accept you because you're you don't rank on their appearance scale. <laughs> yeah. You've just wasted a few hours and like you've wasted some of your life. So yeah, if they if they're going to discriminate, yeah, let them discriminate and just you'll find a better employer anyways. But don't uh, hide it from them. Apply for the job, go in for the interview, and it's like, oh no, we only hire beautiful people. So, so yeah, it's anyway. more practical. Yeah, it's more practical. So, uh, yeah, just do it. And um, if they discriminate, they're not a good employer, and then they'll get some beautiful person that is not qualified. Yeah, that's the best way to think about it for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's go to question number three. Last one for today will be this one is I'm really interested how you answer this one as someone that uh, is the head honcho of jobsinjapan.com. <laughs> the question is what is the best way to contact an employer directly? I do not want to apply via a job board at like jobsinjapan.com as this would just make me a number. <laughs> what is a good way to stick out in a good way? Okay, so what is the best way to bypass jobs in Japan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, um, I'll pass on this question. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Let me go. Let me break this down. So basically the person is saying, how can I, there's people, there's tons of people applying through the website. I don't want to just be a number. I want, maybe it's better for me to go to the company direct or how, what, how can I hack the system is basically what, what I think they're asking. Is that how you see yeah. this? Yeah. You know, how can I not just apply to be, be applicant number 87 at jobsjapan.com if I yeah. go right to the, the, the company website? Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is going to be a little complicated, but I would do it. I would always apply online, but you might want to go direct and we're going to have to look on the different types of employers because it's going to be different if you're if the person's a recruiter or if the company is a small company or a large company or whatnot. So let me try and break this down. Uh, so if it's a sales position or a headhunter, definitely bypass the website and call those people direct. The reason for that is uh, HR people are just like receptionists and they're considered like gatekeepers. So salespeople like, hey, I'm going to call you. I want the job. Call the sales director at the company and say you want the job and hey, I want the job. I want to call the decision maker and I'll be doing the same thing when I work for you and trying your stuff. I'm not not going to be calling secretaries. I'm going to be calling decision makers and that's how I work. Something like that, an employer, a sales employer would respect that. Now, if you're doing it for an English teaching job, you might anger them because I put in the description, please apply online. You are not following the directions. I'm using a site like Jobs in Japan, Gaijin Pot, um, a new name, whatever, uh, yeah, this job site because they have different filters and screening functions. That makes my life easier. I want all the resumes put in one location where I can look at them and sift through them. And if you're calling me, I don't want to get calls. Or if you're emailing me, this is not putting it in my system. So, yeah, it depends that way. Also, check to see if it's a larger company. They might have their own application form on their site. So if you're going to be applying at like the Berlitzes, the Interacts, uh, Alc, and blah, 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 they spent a lot of money to make their own application site. 
So apply on both because you're going to go in their resume bank and all this, but applying to them is just as good. Yeah, I think the the, the companies that hire year-round usually have that kind of system at their own website, yeah. Right. Uh, so if it's a the job was put up by an agent or recruiter, you will want to apply to both, but in a different way. So let me explain. So first I would go to the headhunter and then later go direct, but uh, let me explain why. So the headhunter, he'll have more intelligence on the job. And so like uh, they'll be, okay, headhunters get a commission. They want to place you because unless they place you, they don't make any money. Okay, so they'll be able to give you information on the job, the employer. They'll be fighting for you to get a better wage because if they get a better wage, their commission goes up by that amount as well. So that way it's, uh, yeah, go through the recruiter. Now, later on, if the recruiter is not doing their job and you're not getting an interview with that company, then you want to go direct. The reason for that is uh, the companies sometimes don't want to pay money to a recruiter. So if you can go direct and you're, uh, you're qualified for the job, you just save this company uh, 30 to 35% of the, your first year's uh, salary. So you want to do both, but just not at the same time. Also, the recruiter. You repro- uh, so maybe you want a job at ABC Corporation as this English teacher and you apply. Maybe you're not the best person. Maybe you're the second best person. But the recruiter, they have other clients as well and say, hey, I'm sorry you didn't get this job here, but I have this other position that's also available. So you definitely want to go through the recruiter there. But yeah, usually for the smaller companies, I would definitely go apply online because that's the only place that they're looking to filter the candidates. And if you go to them directly, they're going to say, wait a second, I I told you to apply online. Why are you contacting me directly? Okay, so that makes just a re- recap here. So if they if they uh, smaller companies that don't have this kind of self system, you do want to go through the job boards, and uh, and you guys you want to make yourself stick out with a good cover letter and resume, right? Right, like like we mentioned to the uh, the first person, yeah, make a good cover letter that way. Now, if you're applying online and not getting any love, uh, what you might want to do is if you are going to apply to them online. So don't be an idiot about it. What I mean by that is when you contact them by email, you don't want to say, hey, I saw your app, job app ad on Jobs in Japan. I want to apply for the job and send it that way. That's just a saying, I don't follow instructions. So yeah, I'm trying to be sneaky. Yeah, I'm trying to be sneaky. I'm trying to bypass the system here, which you told me not to. You want to say, I'm looking to work in Nagoya. And I did some research on schools in the area and wanted to bring my passion and years of the teaching experience to your company because, say something you like about the company and uh, something like that, uh, say something nice, and then at the end say, uh, please keep me in mind for your future hiring needs. I can be contacted at this. So play dumb in the fact that you know that they're hiring and say that you want to work in the area. I did my research. If I want to work at an English school, I want to work for you guys. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What about the kind of the the ninja trick of saying, 
you know, you see a job board online, you see a, a job out of line for, let's say, you know, XYZ company. Mm-hmm. Then you, then you, just like you said, you go to XYZ company and say, oh, I'm looking for a job in teaching field. Uh, if you're hiring, let me know. You say that's, that's a good, good idea. You can do that, but don't just say I'm looking to work or I know that you're hiring or something like that because then you're bypassing the system. Uh, I would choose some of the locations and say, uh, I'm looking to work at, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I'm w- looking to work in Nagoya. I'm looking to work in Tochi or something like that. I did my research, and I know that you're one of the key employers in the area. Uh, I would like to work for a company like yours. Here's why I'm, qua- here's why I'm qualified to do the job. Uh, can we talk? So that way is better than like, oh, I'd like to work in English language and then just go pass. And yeah, you're basically trying to, you're showing them that I don't follow directions and I'm not going to use your system. That makes sense. I guess one other question about that is, what do you think about the uh, the old follow-up call? So what about if I put it, you know, go through jobsinjapan.com like I'm supposed to, but then call the company and say, hey, I sent my resume in. How do, what do you guys think? You know, how's it going? Is that doable or what do you think about that? I would do that, but do it in a right way because I've seen people say, uh, I need your decision uh, because they have other offers type of thing. Just kind of like uh, uh, pushing the pressure on. That's not going to work. But I would put uh, maybe if you had their email address saying, I applied for this position. This is the – even say this is the my company that I want to work for the most because of this. Is the job still open or am I on – being considered for future positions, or what is the situation? Uh, I much appreciate you getting back to me. Thank you very much. Yeah, just something be natural. Don't be like a stalker. Uh, and especially with after you get the interview, what I see a lot of people when they after the interview, then they're like, how'd it go? How'd it go? How'd it go? And they're <laughs> pressuring the person. And that just means, uh oh, this person is desperate because they need a visa and time's running out. Uh, they don't want the job to work at us, for us. They want the job to get the visa, and they'll probably bolt later on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would follow up but uh, and just even say, yeah, uh, could you let me know your hiring schedule? What is the process? When can I, when can I know if I've been uh, accepted or not? Those, those are reasonable. You took your time to apply. Uh, the hiring manager should be courteous enough to tell you how things went. Sounds, that sounds, you know, basically common knowledge enough for me, but for sure. Okay. All right, so, so basically the recap would be uh, in a sales type job, you want to go directly because that shows you are go- you are willing to do the job you're going to do in the future, right? Sales right, or – Right, you're the go-getter. Yeah, yeah. But in everything else, you kind of want to go through the suggestion means, right? Yeah, go through the channels. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I guess uh, anything else you want to add on that point or we can kind of close out our first uh, mailbag episode? No, just keep the questions coming. We want to help you guys, uh, but uh, – but if you're going to go direct, don't yeah, do it in a good way that says, I want to work for you, make them feel special, and a customized cover letter and all that. So then when you follow up later, you can say you can even attach it like, no, as you've seen, uh, yeah, I wanted your job. So you can't really go back to the uh, employer and saying, How did this go? when it was definitely just a, a template that you sent them. They're like, yeah, you didn't even spend time on your application to me. Why should I spend time responding back to you? Yeah, I mean, and it shows how all of our three questions tied in together perfectly today. <laughs> the first question was about, you know, putting time into your cover letter and resume. You know, if you, if you send a lot of resumes and you're not getting any interviews, it might be something wrong with your cover letter and resume, right? It's, it's easy to, to, to yeah. make that connection, you know what I mean? Um, second question we had about was the photo. Um, 
Japan requires a photo on its cover le- on its resumes. It sucks, but yeah, that's just the truth. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the third was like, you know, uh, should I contact employers directly or should I go through someplace like jobsjapan.com? And Peter laid through the uh, details there exactly. So yes, Peter. Um, unless anything else you want to add? Or anything going on with jobsjapan.com? We should be checking out. Um, no, just check out all the jobs online. There's more coming up every day, and they change every day. It's kind of like a moving target. So, but uh, no, if anybody got a job in a unique way or found a, a hack, if you will, uh, I'd like to know about that. But uh, one of the things, make sure that you go to all the different English, well, if we're English teachers, not, but uh, different networking events, because a lot of the jobs, uh, they're available first to the to someone's network before they go online. So make sure that you, you know, you're networking and get your resume out there and let people know that you're looking. So that's the best way to find a job. That's yeah, something a lot of people I've interviewed have said. You know, the networking events are places they meet people that define their like forever job at. So it's definitely worth it if you're in a city or some place that has you or make the trip. You know, make the travel worth it. It's worth it for sure to uh, you know get your next job. You know. Yeah. So I think you've even mentioned so the, the value of networking. So even though I run jobs in Japan and I was a director back at uh, Gaijin Pop back in the day, Career Engine and um, all this, um, even though I've worked and ran four job boards, I've never used one. Oh, really? I've never had to because, well, I was more in sales. But once you get your first sales job, then you open up your network. And then the other jobs, people come to you, whether it be a former client, uh, competitor, or whatnot. So, yeah, the people at uh, G Plus Me that owns uh, Gaijin Pop, one of their other services, was a competitor for uh, a different job that I worked at. They knew they found out they left for greener pastures, and they said, hey, we could use you. And that's why I went there. So it's all it's all about the network. There you go, guys. So we will leave you with that. Peter, have a good uh, – I hopefully I'll get to talk to you next month again about some awesome questions we have sent to us. So, yeah, please send the questions in. And, uh, yeah, have a good rest of the week for the, or rest of the month, I guess. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye now. I really hope you enjoyed today's Inside Japan podcast. Dive deeper into our world and learn more about what awaits you. Check out ALTinsider.com. And for regular up-to-the-minute job postings, check into jobsinjapan.com for the next big gig. Please tune in for our regular excursions into the world of Japan, and good luck! Gambate! Jobsinjapan.com